Welcome to Cocktails and Combo. I am Sharina, aka XOXO Sharina on Instagram and Twitter. Today is Wednesday, so that means I'll be pairing up with the co-host. We'll be sitting back sipping wine and discussing the topic of the week. If you haven't already, click that subscribe button and sit back and enjoy today's episode. Hey, I want to take a quick moment to ask, are you enjoying this podcast? If you are, please do me a favor and leave a review so that others will know how much you enjoy this podcast. Share with a friend or two and also head over to cocktailsandcombopodcast.com. Now on with the show. Hey girl, hey. Today is Wednesday. I am Sharina, so you know it's time to start Cocktails and Combo. However, today I have no one here sitting with me. I'm writing solo dolo, so it's just you and me. And we'll go ahead and start the podcast right after this break. Hey friend, let's talk about goals. Weight loss goals, glow up goals, hair goals. And for those that want to make a little extra money, let's talk about side hustle goals. As a health and lifestyle ambassador, I paired up with It Works to offer you slimming gummies, which attacks your pinchable fat. That means stomach fat and back fat Betty. Sis, gone. All from taking gummies. No caffeine, no stimulants added. Now who knew that glowing up started from the inside? Just celery and super greens can definitely help you with that. We also offer skin products for those that like face masks or beauty products. If you're interested, we have that as well. Now for my queens that are looking to lose some weight this year, we offer the Slimming Gummy. And then we also offer Skinny Brew Coffee, which is definitely one of my faves. However, if you're not a real coffee drinker and you don't want something that strong, no problem. We have Keto Coffee that will work best for you. Now let's not talk about that Thermal Fight X. With these products, you can definitely lose up to 30 pounds in 90 days. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? 30 pounds in 90 days. Talk about hitting goals this year. If you're interested in getting a jump start on your body goals, head over to xoxosharina.com and click It Works in the menu and become a loyal customer today. Now, please read the loyal customer description thoroughly before submitting that order. Now, for those that have side hustle goals, let's accomplish that in the next break. Now on with the show. So as you know, the podcast is appropriately named Cocktails and Combo. So we can't start the conversation without discussing my cocktail of the night. I have, I guess, like a tequila screwdriver remix. So a tequila screwdriver is orange juice and tequila. But I had a little bit of Sonic's Lemonade left over, so I threw that in there too. Um, Basically, I just have orange juice, lemonade, and tequila. We're just going to call it the Tequila Screwdriver Remix. And the tequila I am drinking tonight is um, the Rocks Tiramanu, and this is Anejo. So that's what I'm sipping on today. I hope that you have something to sip on yourself while you listen to this episode. And let's go ahead and get started. So today's topic we will be discussing goals, our 2021 goals, because we cannot go deeply into this year without having everything written out, set, and ready for whatever we really can be ready for. 2020 taught us that. So let's be ready for whatever we can be ready for. Um, be prepared as much 
as completely possible. So let's jump right on into this topic. So I am one that um, I like to set goals. I like to write my goals down. I'm a person that likes to write my goals down at the beginning of the year, of course. Um, And then I like to go back and check on, revise some things throughout the year. Because sometimes in January or at the end of December, you know, you have your thoughts on one thing. But things change and that's okay. I'm a believer in the pivot, which is completely okay to do. Um, but at the beginning of the year, I at least try to set, um, I at least try to write out some goals so I have some type of direction. So let's start with the don'ts. There are some don'ts when it comes to your goals. One don't is do not make a wish list like this. <laughs> this is not the time for us to write down all the things we wish would happen. And then as I go through the do's, this part will make more sense, but we're not working on our wish list right now. We're working on our goals and what we actually can obtain and achieve this year. And then next, my don't, which goes with the first one, don't put down things that you're not going to work for. So if you say you want to make a certain amount of money, like let's say $50,000, but $50,000 is like, ooh, it's a stretch. But honestly, you know, you're only going to put in the work to make $10,000, then that's fine, sis. Write down $10,000. Once you hit $10,000, then you can go back and reevaluate your goals. But let's not put $50,000 goal. If you know you're not going to put in the work, the $50,000 amount of work you need to do to make that goal happen. So that's it. Real short. Those are my two don'ts. Let's go into the do's. So when it comes to goal setting, what you want to first do is plan it out. Um, we can't, you can't say that you are writing goal or I'm sorry, you can't say that you're working on your goals if you haven't written your goals down. You have to write them down. They have to be somewhere where you can see them. You cannot leave them in your head because they're in your head today. But come April 15th, they might not be there anymore. You have to write these goals down. Things just honestly don't get real until you start writing them down. So you can write it down. And as soon as you write it down, you feel that goal and you're like, whoa. Sometimes that's a good thing. That means you really got to put in the work to make that happen. Sometimes that might be a bad woe and you might want to take it off, but it helps by writing your goals down because at least you know what intentions you should have. Um, You have a path already set and you know what it is you should be doing to make these things happen. Before you write your goals, so now we know that you need to plan, right? You got to have a plan first. You have to have a vision. You have to write it down. You have to put it in your face every day. These are just things that you have to do to start um, your goal setting. But then also you need to know what goals you're going to write down, right? So the best way to go about creating these goals is by using the SMART acronym. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Time Measured or Time Bound, right? So you use this because this is a strategic way to make goals and to set goals, Um, but by using the strategy, it helps you to actually obtain them because once again, we're not making a wish list. 
we're making a goal list of the things we really want to accomplish, we really want to get done this year. But if you don't have a strategy, you can't move that goal from being written on paper to being realistic in your life. So the S stands for specific. One thing that I notice, and I've done this in the past as well, is you go to like a vision board party or, you know, everybody gets together just to write out their goals and write out the things they want to do for the new year, right? But we're not specific with it. So I want a Jeep Wrangler. I want a new home. Oh, I see the Chanel bag. I'm going to put the Chanel bag on my vision board. And then it just becomes like you clipping this, you're cutting out all this paper. You're putting it all on your board. But that's all it is. It's just pictures. It's just pictures with no plan. There's no real way to get the pictures that you see on a board to be something realistic in your life because it's literally just pictures. Now, I'm not saying don't do that. I have a vision board. I'm looking at it right now. I feel like you should still have a vision board. I'm a visual person, so I still need something up on the wall to remind me of why or the things I want or um, just a reminder that I have goals. So that's why I have a vision board. Now, side note, for the vision board, a great idea um, is what I did. I think I did this uh, the end of 2019 was I went and got a um, picture frame, like a big picture frame. I took the glass out of it and I, I didn't need the glass. I just threw that away. Um I mean, technically, you could probably keep it, but I just threw mine out because some of my pictures were too thick, so I couldn't put the glass back on it. If all your pictures are really flat, um, because I have cardboard behind some of my pictures, so it's like 3D. Don't ask me why I did that. But if all your pictures are flat, then you can put the glass back on it. And then I just took the back part. Well, you know, they have like a picture in the picture frame. I threw that away also. And then they have this this black uh, like cardboard in the back. And that's what I used to put all my like magazine clips on. And then, like I said, if your pictures are flat, then you can put the glass back on it and you can hang it up. So that was just a side note tip for those that would like to do a vision board and make a vision board this year. Hey, sis, you. Yes, you, the one that said she would get out of her comfort zone in 2021, or the one that said she was going to launch her own business, or are you the one that said in 2020 you would no longer live paycheck to paycheck, or maybe you're the one that's been watching us from the sidelines wondering if you should give this brand ambassador lifestyle a go. Well, you'll never know unless you shoot your shot. And guess what? It's only $39 to enroll today. $39. If you're ready to join... Or if you want more information, text me directly at 248-677-1515. Once again, text me directly. The word join the 248-677-1595. Talk to you later. So anyway, going back to SMART goals. Vision boards are great, but they don't have like specifics really. So I want um, a house. Okay, that's not really saying anything. That's just saying you want a house. Like, what kind of house? What does it look like? How many rooms? Does it have a basement? 
Does it come with appliances? Where is it located? What neighborhoods do you like? What city would you like to live in? That is making your goal more specific. Saying I want to buy a house, that's great. Uh, Buying a house could be a trap house. So is that your goal? Or are you looking for a four-bedroom home for your family with a fenced-in backyard and a basement washer and dryer on the first floor, um, renovated kitchen with open windows and natural lighting with cathedral ceilings. Like, honey, get specific. Because if you're just saying you're buying a house, I don't really know what that means. To me, that sounds like you want to buy an abandoned home or a trap house or a one-bedroom or whatever's on the market. <laughs> like, it's not specific enough. M means measurable. So whatever your goal is, it has to be something where you can pretty much, like, measure yourself getting to it. So, for example, you want to buy a house. What would be measurable for you to buy that house? Would really be two things. Your credit score. Is your credit score, like, at a decent amount or where wherever you want it to be because you know um you can have a lower credit score and get a house but you probably will have like a higher interest rate but if you don't want that you don't want to be there you want to be a little higher like that's where the goal gets a little bit more specific um but it's measurable because maybe you want your credit score to be at 750 and it's at 700 so now now there's your measurable goal Maybe you want to put a down payment of fifteen thousand and you have twelve thousand. So that's your measurable goal. We need three thousand to actually hit this um goal. We need uh what did I say? Like fifty points, I think. A hundred or fifty points um to hit your credit score goal. So now you're ready. Or now you're I should say, now you're setting yourself to be ready to hit that goal. The A in SMART means obtainable. It's something you can actually do. So, for example, if you say you want to buy a Tesla on the 1st of February, but you don't have the money for a down payment and your credit score is not where it should be for you to be approved to get this Tesla, And we're at the first week of January 2021, which means that gives you like three weeks, three weeks and maybe a few days to obtain, to actually make this goal happen. Honey, that's not really obtainable. Let's let's be honest. It's going to take you 30 days to get your credit score fixed. And even if if you, um, what is it, if you dispute something on your credit score, it's always 30 days to the day that you dispute it. So if you dispute anything past, what, January 1st, it's not going to be updated on February 1st. If you haven't already started saving for this Tesla and you don't have the money in your bank account right now, I mean, let's be honest, you can make money quick nowadays. So we're just going to leave that part alone. But it might not be obtainable for you. (laughs) So if it's not, it's not. That's absolutely okay. But that's not something that we're going to put down on our goal list. We're going to put down things that are obtainable, like maybe you're close to getting that Tesla. Maybe your credit score is already on point. 
you just need uh, a little bit more on a down payment because that's you want to put down a down payment to, to set yourself up right for this car or you know whatever it is it might not even be a car it might be uh, a house or you might want to jump into the stock market like whatever it is you want to do you want to make sure that it is obtainable it's something you can actually obtain if you say like I want to be president well that's not really obtainable this year like we already went through the election we we got a break for for what like three more years four four years technically four more years so yeah no honey that's not really a realistic goal unless you're doing like a decade goal like a long uh unless you're doing like a long-term goal should I say now the R can mean uh, realistic or relevant so you want something that in my and this is strictly my opinion I feel like with the relevant if we're using relevant for R I feel like that means that it's relevant to you your overall goals what you say you want to do this year it's relevant to um you know everything you're already trying to obtain so you don't want like a list of goals that are moving you forward and then this one goal that's just off and doesn't really fit the rest and it's not really going to push you forward it's not you know you just might be stagnant it could potentially even take you off the right path to obtain the rest of those goals so you just want to make sure that everything is completely aligned and you just want things that are also realistic to me when it comes to realistic that's more so on the lines of money in my opinion um you know if there's levels to this but like I said I do believe in the pivot so if you want to start with making 10,000 and then once you hit 10,000 move up or if you just want to make a big goal that scares you I agree with that as well um but just make sure that that it is realistic you know I want to make a million overnight that can happen nowadays but I wouldn't pressure myself to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure your goals are aligned with one another and they're pushing you forward and it and it goes along with everything you say you want to do this year. Now, the most important part about the SMART goals to me is the time-based or the, some people say time-bound or time-based. So basically what that just means is Put a deadline on it, right? Saying you want to buy a house, that's great. We just talked about how to make that goal more specific, how to make that goal more measurable. Technically, that is a realistic goal as long as long as you are putting the work in to make it realistic. But when is the deadline for you to purchase this, this house? So, um, you know, and that pretty much goes by how ready you are to buy a house or a condo or or whatever it is you want to do this year. But for the example of a house, um, like what is your deadline? Is your deadline July? I want to buy a house by, like I'll use myself for example, I want to buy a house by my birthday, which is July 14th of this year. Mid-July, I want to buy a house. Like that makes your goal more obtainable that um 
that helps you to be more focused and disciplined. And then now you have a set plan that you can look at. Here are all the steps. And here um, is the deadline of how I need to make this goal, how how I can accomplish this goal. And then um, if there's any like little sidebars you need to add on for yourself of how you can obtain this and, and what you need to do to specifically hit this goal, I would just write that, you know, somewhere on the sidelines. But all of that together is your one goal. So one goal, throwing a picture of a house on a vision board, that's great. It gives you an idea of what you want your house to look like. But we still want to put in the other things, um, you know, what's specific and how we're going to make it happen and by what time we're going to make it happen. So now that all that's written out, now you have a strategy. Now you have the steps you need to take and um, the things you need to do so that it's just not a picture on a board, but it now becomes the the house that you have the keys to that you're now going to walk in. And now your family has somewhere to live. Now, next, after you write out all your SMART goals, you have your goals written out. You have your specifics. It's measurable. You got your deadlines. It's realistic. It can really happen. You can really get it done. Now is the time to, honey, light a candle, get quiet, put on some worship music, and pray that list right up to heaven. Sometimes we are so stuck in our heads of what it is that we want to do that we don't even take into consideration of what God wanted us to do this year. And your goals may be already aligned with what God wants to do, but the path of which way you're going to take it may not be the path that you really need to go. Or, you know, maybe there's just some tweaking that he needs to make, or maybe there's some things that he needs to add to your list. But no matter what happens, my opinion is to always pray those goals right up to heaven. Um, And remember that God's ways are not your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. And the Bible teaches us to seek wise counsel, to pray without ceasing, and to pray about everything. So your prayer list is included in everything. Pray your prayer list right on up to God. Give it to him. And then don't forget that faith without works is dead. So so that list of all the steps you need to do, we, we need to take a step every day, chip away at that goal every day so that we can make it happen. And my last do is basically what I just said. You know, take your plan and now it's time. Now that now that you wrote out your plan, you prayed it, now it's time for execution. Literally every day ask yourself, what am I doing to get one step closer to completing my goal? Um, make make it a point every day to work at your goal, little by little. That's that's all it takes is little by little. Take little steps. Some days might be bigger steps than others. That's fine. But every day, take a step so that you're getting closer and closer to accomplishing the goals that you wrote out. You said you wanted to do what no one else told you this. Nobody else is putting this on you. This is what you want to do. So make sure that you're always being intentional about your goal list and then make sure every day you're working towards it to get that list to get yourself closer and closer and closer. And before you know it, I do like a six-month checkup 
So come June, when we do a checkup on our goals, you might not even realize it, but there's a few goals that you might actually be able to check right on off your list and you just bypass them. They were, they were exciting goals in January and then February, March, April, May, June, you didn't completed some of those goals some of those goals, you haven't even paid attention to the fact that you can roll right on by them and come June when we reevaluate our goals or, you know, go back over our list. That'll be the time where you like, wow, I actually accomplished X, Y, and Z. Oh, so while I was talking, there was one thing that did pop in my head and it really should be on the don't list. Okay. So we have our um, our do's. Let me go back over the do's. Do plan and write out your goals. Do, and then we want to write out specific, measurable, obtainable, realistic, and time-based goals. We want to use the SMART strategy to accomplish our goals because we're not writing a wish list. We're writing our goals out so that we can accomplish those. If you never heard of the SMART strategy. It's literally SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Just type in SMART goals in Google and it'll pop right on up for you. And then after that, we want to pray our goals up to God. And honestly, you can, depending on the person and how that works for you, you can pray first and then write out your, your goals or you can write out your goals and then pray. Definitely up to you. And then last, we want to execute. So then going into the don'ts, we're not making a wish list and we're not writing down things that we're not going to actually work towards accomplishing. In 2020, we're not doing that. We only writing down what we are going to get done, done, done this year and cross completely off our list. Now, I also want to add to that. I want to add, do not pressure yourself. So, if you are trying to buy a car this year, you're trying to buy a house this year, do not put the pressure on yourself. So every day we're working towards our goals. Every day we are working to accomplish something um, because there, some of our goals are big goals where when you break them down to little steps, there's going to be something we need to do every day. But what I don't want you to do is to pressure yourself where you are making like many deadlines and many timelines and really stressing yourself out. Don't do that. Literally just work on it every day. Put a timeline. Some things may take a little bit longer than you thought, and that's absolutely fine. But don't pressure, don't put so much pressure to the point where you're stressing yourself out. Just work on it every day. Keep working. Be intentional about what it is you're doing on a daily basis, um, you know, block out a time every day if you have to. Block out like two hours um, on your schedule, in your planner, what, how, however you plan your day. Block out two hours to work on literally your goals or, um, you know, those many steps that you have to take to accomplish your goals. Make sure you just block out like maybe an hour, maybe two hours, whatever it is. If your goal is to lose weight. If you're blocking out two hours, then you can use 30 minutes to work out. And then the hour and, and a half that you have left, that is to work on your, your next goal. Um, also, don't don't pressure yourself to write out a long list. At first, I only had two goals. 
this year because I seriously was just like, I don't even know what this year going to look like. So I'm not about to make a long list. It's just not happening. But two turned into four. So I got four things on my list. I feel like those four things are good enough for me. A thought I kept having when I was writing my goals is do things that scare you. Do things that scare you because I'm trying to push myself out of out of comfort. So I'm just trying to get my comfort me to come on out of her shell a little bit. So for me, um, my four goals, they're good enough for me right now. Because some of those things, when I accomplish those, because you got to watch how you speak, even though I'm working towards them, the power of life and death is in your tongue. So when I accomplish those, I'm sure I'm going to sit back and look at myself in the mirror like, girl, you you did that. <laughs> and those are the type of goals I wanted to have this year just to push myself. If that's what you're trying to do, write your goals out. You don't need a whole bunch, but do not pressure yourself. Don't stress yourself out. Um, just put some things on there that'll push you. If your goals aren't, you know, like the lose weight goals or buy a house goals or buy a car. Um, I feel like those are typically like the biggest things. Oh, and savings. A lot of people have savings goals. Like if your goals are outside of those or just large versions of those, that's completely fine. If you have two big goals, then. Let's stick with those two big goals. Don't feel bad that you don't have 10 things. That's completely fine. So that about sums this up. Um, I hope that you take time to write out your goals if you haven't already. I hope this episode really helps somebody. Um, If it just helps one person, I'm absolutely fine with that. But please, this year, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. But make sure you're writing goals, but be specific. This is the year that we will be working towards our goals, being gold diggers and accomplishing and getting things done in 2021.